I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together, we're Lippy and Grumpy do podcasting. In this episode, another funniest thing of the year, dishwasher removal, glue in the hair and dead cats. Now, Lippy, that was a bit of a palaver getting on, wasn't it? Oh, no. I was just having a, a moment. I was going to say a Monday moment, but it's not even Monday, is it? It's, it's Tuesday. Oh, I have no idea what day of the week it is. I had a Duff USB lead into the microphone, which is why it wasn't working in any USB. Oh. Bit of a faff. And the one, the only spare I had is too short. So I had to go and find an extension. <laughs> I could have moved the laptop, I suppose, but that's... Yeah, that seems yeah. too easy, really, moving a yeah, laptop. A little bit. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, we discussed Bernie Sanders' mittens and the, the memes, which was very funny. And I said, mm. this is the funniest thing for this year. And I'm wrong. Yes, you are I'm wrong. I'm so yes. wrong. <laughs> so, so wrong. Hadforth Parish Council. Oh, I actually watched the whole thing as well because I was finding it so funny that I didn't want to stop watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. I'm partly torn with something that's actually quite amusing to be quite horrified about how human beings behave. I know. Uh, so, and I worry that the people that were the worst behaved in that think it's okay. Mm. Well, they obviously thought they were very much in the right. Well, the thing is, they possibly were, technically. But you still don't speak to people like that. No. At all. And no. That, no one has the authority to speak to anybody like that. No. And poor, <laughs> no, you do not have the authority. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and poor old Jackie's brought in as a sort of mediator, as it were, trying mm. to calm things down. Because this apparently has been bubbling on for some time. Yeah, it sounded. I mean, it was like, what, a minute into the meeting and it... It all yeah. kicked off, so I can imagine it's not a new thing that they've had no, an issue with. But it's a swearing right at the beginning that got me. Yeah. I no idea where that came from. We're just in the soundtrack. And I feel like it's lucky it was over Zoom. I feel like one of the guys was going to punch someone. <laughs> it would be interesting to see if it got that heated, if it was face-to-face. Anyway, we'll stick a link to it. Um, there is a bad language warning right at the very beginning. So, uh, yeah. obviously, if you're... If of an age don't look at it mm. interesting i was having a bit of a read of it yesterday and i found an article in one of the papers that was hanking back to an australian documentary called rats in the ranks in 1994 mm. and it was a sort of the office style documentary of a small town council and it was just as bad but with oh. australian accents which does make it a little bit more entertaining i have to say or something <laughs> i think as australians have a, an accent that means they can get away with saying all sorts of things and it's sort they of can okay. say whatever they want and it's hilarious pretty much and we don't want to upset our australian friends here but uh yeah it's an interesting documentary again i'll stick a link to uh, a small snippet from it but it is it is mm. men behaving bad yes anyway we had a bit of a bit of a show last week in terms of um mistakes oh we did didn't we yeah we did and the problem is because i listened to it once to edit it and then again to write notes for the website just to check everything's there having made a few mistakes in the last (laughs) few weeks where the wrong bit gets uploaded so you got very confused about dates and times which is not surprising given what's going on now yeah i stay at home all the time so 
Well, one of these instances was away from the home. So there was a massive confusion about time, which made your explanation of the woman at the blood bank's rant not quite make sense. Oh. Uh, yeah, but let's not worry about that. Well, her rant didn't make sense, so... <laughs> what was worse was me suggesting that Mombasa is actually a country. I said Kenya oh, yeah. or Mombasa, and of course Mombasa is a city in Kenya. In Kenya, I feel like I should have picked that up as well, but... I wasn't sure at the time, and then obviously in editing, I went, oh no, no, that's not right. And then double-checked, and Mm. yeah. I also forgot to say thank you to a friend of mine who sent a very nice message. Uh, He's picked up the podcast for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and was very complimentary. And uh, obviously doesn't understand the quality of my editing, and thinks it's all pure talent, but uh, (laughs) hey-ho. Yeah, we we just sit down, you know, have a little chat, then it just gets straight uploaded on there. <laughs> well, we did the first couple, and then there's no lots of pauses. Well, there's very few mistakes, to be honest. Mm. Uh, there's often, obviously, like now, where I get completely tongue-tied, and then we might go back and, and redo that bit, but it's not very much. There's quite a lot of spaces, quite a lot of sniffing as well, I have to say. I've had to cut out yeah, last week. Yeah, probably from myself. Definitely from yourself. And heavy breathing from me. My allergies are kicking. <laughs> I do think both of us, though, have are used to speaking in front of people. Like, as a ex-wedding planner, I used to do, like, tours and show rounds where it was very, mm. like, not scripted, but, like, topics that had to be on point, like, all the time. I wasn't allowed to swear. I wasn't allowed to make mistakes. Like, I think both, and, like, you've done radio and you do the the speaking at, car show and what it's called co- commentary commentary i'm very used to talking at people rather than talking to people there's, there's a big difference between mm. broadcasting where you haven't got angry people instantly shouting for your head to be oh i've had many uh i've met i've said something and then had people snap back at me almost instantly more times than i could think and weaseled my way out of it because that's why i was good at my job <laughs> top weaseling good good phrase well done good Good reason. I was good at making people like me. Wow, that's a good quality, to be honest. Unfortunately, Orange Marshall 2, a phoned the butcher to say, can I order some sausage rolls? No. Oh. It's first come, first serve. That's actually pretty disappointing. It is disappointing, but it does mean there's more for the rest of us. Mm. What time does the butcher's open? I feel like he just needs to go and be there before it even opens. I think it's 7.30 or 7.00. Yeah, just get there for like 7.15... Wait. Yeah, but they may not have any. That's it. They they cook them at a time during the day, which I think moves. And then they bring them out when they're ready. So if you happen to be there when the tray well, comes just, out... Just stand in the butchers until they come out. Well, you, you can't do... Well, some people have to work, including you. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget. I could take my laptop and just pick in the butchers. a seat. <laughs> in the butchers. Having bought the turkey for last Christmas from there, their ordering system is all paper. So I'm not sure they've got Wi-Fi in the butchers. Good point. Anyway, so Davros has been in touch and I think he'd had a a bit of a tipple before we sent this very long email. (laughs) Clearly he's he's not concerned of a bit of slander from you about being nerdy but of course it's only slander mm. if it's not true uh, he recommends that you try call the I- call it banter but he's not here to retaliate anywho he recommends that you try the iron brew marinated haggis i would if i liked either of those things 
but I don't like haggis and I don't like iron brew so I feel like I'm not going to like whatever comes out anyway. That's a very good point. I think you do have to like it otherwise it's fairly pointless exercise. Mm. At least like one of the items. I think both. If you're going to combine them into some sort of fusion then you do need to like both. Yeah I'm not one to shy away normally. Yeah I would usually give it a go and mix some weird stuff together. I've eaten a lot of weird things in my time. My favourite is plastic cheese wrapped around a pickle. Ooh. Yeah not sure. No it's that. nice. You say ooh, but it's really good. <laughs> it's a good afternoon snack, that one. Oh, I might have to try it. How big's mm. the pickle? Is it a big pickle or is it one of those little... Oh, it's not a cornichon. It's a proper pickle. That's the word I was searching for. A cornichon, yeah. It's not a cornichon. You said a cornichon is not a proper pickle. Well, it's a mini pickle, isn't it? It's not like a proper sized pickle. Well, what does proper mean in that sentence? When it's When it's like a pickle, you know? It's got pickle on the packaging rather than cornichon. They don't say mini pickle, do they? They say cornichon. It's cornichon translation to pickle. Oh, guess what the English translation of the French word cornichon is? Mini pickle? No, just pickle. So it is a pickle is it? pickle. It's <laughs> a pickle. pickle. Yeah, it's oh, a pickle okay. pickle. So it is a mini pickle. It is a pickle pickle. So actually, it's more of a pickle than a pickle because it's a pickle pickle. It's a pickle pickle. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> we digressed there that i think that's the worst one we've had for a while it is quite a digression uh davros i forgot his name there davros then goes on to say it's been a bit quiet on the merch front yes it has and there's two very good reasons for this number one we've struggled to find a company in the uk that will print and distribute on demand i think we found one but having that coming from america or from abroad doesn't seem the most sensible thing to do um, because of air miles and stuff like no. that so we have looked quite hard mm. to find a uk manufacturer which we think we've done it's also really difficult to decide on t-shirt design when you're not in the same room and that that has been a real real problem because you, you need to be able to see it together so that's mm. uh, we'll, we'll give it a go but i think it might have to wait until we're set free again we've ha- we've thrown a few ideas haven't we we've got a few slogan ideas and things so Hopefully, once we're able to get together or see it together, it shouldn't yeah. take long then. We have got a cracking slogan, actually. I've got, I'm quite pleased with that one. I'm not going to reveal it mm. now. Davros does go into a number of items that uh, that are quite interesting, including a dog whistle, so that you can basically annoy dog owners and their dogs by blowing the <laughs> dog whistle. Um, I just, just think he's probably reached the end of a bottle of something at this point, so... <laughs> it was a bit of a random suggestion that one. it was quite random and what i like actually is each week's email is a reply of the previous week so we have got the last 18 weeks of davros memorabilia on one email Mm-mm. which i sort of feel we, we could ought print to... that onto a t-shirt oh we could do <laughs> oh i think we ought to have a mug with a picture of davros on it yeah. and a few catchphrases on the back yes and Screaming Tomato a couple of weeks ago suggested that we had some lippyisms for things like I was a board entertainer at the age of three. So I am setting up a web page yes. on our website for that. I shall be including those on there. Hopefully that will be done by the time you'll listen to this. Um, I seem to get uh, distracted by other things. So, uh, yes, that is coming. Uh, also, just a, a request. If you are enjoying this, then... If you can leave a review, that would be great. Please tell other people about it. We're finding people are quite enjoying our uh, weekly rambles. Whether it will last once we're out of lockdown and people have regained some sanity or not, I don't know. But uh, for the meantime, we're going to ride the wave of uh, 
Uh, well, whatever, really. But also, as well as a review, if there's something that you think we'd find interesting to talk about, or something that you would like to know our opinion on, absolutely, drop us a line. So there you can. Too. There's all sorts of yeah. social media, and also podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. That will come through nicely. And if you are enjoying it and would be happy for a review to go on our website then again just drop us a line and we'll we'll get it on the website which should be good so uh, yes if you enjoyed it please share the love as they say it's nice to know we're not just talking to each other <laughs> the first time i did radio i was so terrified which is ridiculous because you're in a room with one other person but you just imagine mm. there's hundreds of thousands of people out there and, a bit, and quite quickly you just sort of push it out of your mind and there are only two people uh, in front of you and or one person even when I did comparing for the fireworks for the first time, and there's about 10,000 people, that was genuinely terrifying. And slightly doubly mm. so because it was a radio mic and there's a bit of a delay. So you speak and then a fraction of a second later you hear yourself. And people get used to it, but it's very difficult the first time you do it. And your brain starts to slow down, so you start to sound slurred. It's dreadful. So in the end, I had to go and sit in the PA van and do it from there. I just, I couldn't listen to myself. Yeah, that would be hard to to hear an echo. Yes, and it is a, it's a bit of a delay. We've tried it at the car show once. We tried to get a roving mic into the uh, car clubs, and whilst physically it was possible to do, the delay was so much, it, you, your brain starts to explode. It's very bizarre. Anyway... This week, so in addition to uh, the goings-on at Handforth, we've had a couple of other bits and pieces. You've had a bit of a wrestle with a washing machine. We have, actually. It was very successful, and I was very impressed with our adulting. I feel like there's only a few times when you are past the age of 20 that you actually realise, oh no, I, I did a real adult job there, and I'm not a kid anymore, and I did it all by myself. Well, not all by myself, obviously we did it together, but, but like a it was a proper adult moment and we did it and it was no issues, almost no issues. Um, and it was so easy. We, on the sat, our new washing machine was coming on Sunday. So on the Saturday, we took our old one to the dump, loaded it into the car, whilst loading into the car, dropped something on my ankle and cut my ankle. And it was really painful. And I sent it to the family chat to be like, look what happened dad went where is it yeah and what did you say on my ankle so you sent a photograph having said only mm. two accidents this is number one with a picture which yeah. i will post because it is spot the injury there's there's a <sighs> tiny tiny mark on there and i said where and you it said so the actual cut no oh, now, now you're okay. going in no you see what you're doing now is you're doing what we're going to be talking about later which is a dead cat strategy <laughs> i said where you said camberley I thought you asked, where did we take it to the dump? Like, which dump did we take it to? I realised where may have been slightly ambiguous, but that was <laughs> hilarious. Um, so anyway, I'll post that photo later, see if anybody else can spot the injury, because I don't, even zooming in, it's it's a tiny The actual mark. cut itself was tiny, yes, but it was a massive piece of metal that bumped my ankle and I got a tiny cut but it really hurt at the time so if you walked into the staircase of let's say 747 although there are very few are flying would that be a worse injury than this because the plane's heavier and bigger I don't know I've never done it it's a tiny injury it's not it certainly wasn't worth <laughs> stopping what I was doing to go well, where's that then but anyway so that was accident number one so we've got it into the car close the boot I've got an Audi A3 so Nice big boot, put the seats down, no issue at all. 
Um, I didn't drive there because I don't know where the dump is. Um, so Chris drove us. We need to give him a nickname, really, but we'll come on to that another day. So he drove us to the dump. And I don't understand how this happened because he has his car is a geared car. It's not automatic. He used to drive an automatic, but that was like two years ago now. But I get out of the car, see him get out of the car, car starts rolling backwards. He didn't put the handbrake on. So I started, I just yelled at him, handbrake! <laughs> so he jumped back in and pulled it up. That is slightly sure. odd. That is yeah, I don't odd. know what, what mm. went through his mind then. Um, but yeah, got, the, got it out of the car, dropped it off, all fine. Got home, no drama. Washing machine turned up. Two absolutely delightful men came and knocked on the door. And they actually brought it in for us as well, which we thought was really good. good. We weren't expecting them to because obviously mm. everything that's going on and we didn't pay for it to be installed because we thought we could just give it a go ourselves. Maybe you saw the right. massive injury on your ankle and felt Maybe. sorry. But then he come, they both come in and one of them happened to be a Tottenham fan and we were watching the Tottenham game. So he's then stood there chatting for, to us for ages about Tottenham. And I'm like, huh, not, uh, don't like football. <laughs> So where did where did you order the washing machine from? AO.com. Very good. I've had some mm. items for there. I'd ordered some for my mum as well and they've they've been yes. absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and actually to be honest, the they take away and um dispose of your old one for twenty pounds extra and then they also install the new one for I think twenty five. So okay. I mean it's not that expensive to have it done, but we thought save ourselves forty five quid. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. we could, we have nothing else to do. So it was nice to actually get out and do something. Um, and it was so easy to install. Honestly, it took Chris about 20 minutes. I just sat down and watched because... You were more management, presumably. I was. I wasn't. I honestly, well, I read the instructions and I was like, you need to take these off. And that's all I did, to be honest. He did the rest, attached the hoses, turned the water back on, lay on the floor watching it with the first wash in to make sure it didn't leak. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah all sorted done three washes since no issues very good very adult Excellent. of myself and chris for once it's funny you say that because you're you'll go through a period where you accept that as the norm and then you get to my age and you start thinking the same thing because you were able to do it without your back going or putting <laughs> something out of uh, out of place uh, whether, <laughs> whether you can move the next day or not is another matter but um, mm. certainly for the uh, the period that you've actually achieved the job, you have uh, feel very proud of yourself. So that, that feeling yeah. will come back. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I mean, once we've moved house, that's going to be my next adult feeling, I think. Yes, I would say so. But then you've got lots of adult stuff to do, such as decorating and stuff like that. And then and dealing just owning with a house. <laughs> well, there is that. Yeah, that's that's quite scary, to be mm. honest. Um, if I remember, well, we talked about this before, but when you move in and you go... What have I bought? And things stop working. I mean, we're hoping it's going to be pretty well done. You never know, though. It covers up a multitude mm. of sins. Yeah. I was going to say, wait. like, cars, but I'm not talking about cars this week. <laughs> that is one strike. <laughs> anyway, I was shocked to read a news item today. It was, I think it's maybe a day or so late, uh, but there was a bit of a... F- flutter on twitter if that's the right phrase mm. so a lady decided because she didn't have any hair mousse or 
um, stuff your spray on it, to use Gorilla Glue instead. Now, if you've not used Gorilla Glue, it is brilliant stuff. It is very, very sticky. That's what it, <laughs> it does. It sticky. sticks stuff. So she's put it on her hair, oh, yeah. and then after 15 washes, no, she can't Still get not. it out. But, of course, the hair is stuck to the scalp. It's not simply the hair is stuck together, and you could shave it off and look a bit odd for a bit. It is stuck to the, the oh. scalp. And the worst thing is, she's saying, I'm thinking of suing Gorilla Glue because they didn't put, don't put it in your hair on the Oh, bottle. no, that's stupid. I, yes. I see it as a, a health and safety issue, and not because it's not there, but because it is there. Because if you have an uh, environment in a society that has all these rules and regulations, so you think you're safe all of the time, you never mm. take responsibility for your own safety. Yeah. So you always think somebody else is doing it. Yeah. And that is what happens. You, know, you start to see it with the blame culture that we've got now, whereas people are too afraid to do things because they think they're going to be sued. It's a mm. little bit like every time we have snow, the paper will have an article on, can you be sued if you clean the snow outside your house and somebody slips over? And the answer to that is no. No. But somebody somewhere will believe that you can be. It's the same as first aid. Mm. Nobody has ever been prosecuted in the UK whilst um, performing first aid. Yeah, Obviously, as a as a citizen, you mean not as yes, a... absolutely. I mean not yeah. not as a you know, doctor shipman or, or maybe Dexter, for example, probably perform a different sort of first aid <laughs> that is actually illegal. But if you're genuinely trying to help somebody, then mm. you're not going to get arrested. So I no. do feel sorry for this young lady, I have to say, because we've all made mistakes in the past. That one's quite spectacular. But don't go blaming is, other people. Yeah. I mean, it does say no, on there, you, don't you put it on your No, you made the choice skin. to put glue in your hair. I mean, there's many times I've come very close to ha- having to go to the hospital because I've glued my fingers together with super glue. Mm. Not through boredom, but, but through yeah, doing something fiddly. you got it accidentally on your fingers. Exactly. Exactly right. That's not stupidity as such. Well, maybe it is. Maybe I should have worn gloves. But the fact is I have never gone to hospital with it. It's been close, but not... uh, With plenty of other injuries, I've ended up in hospital, but not... uh, Not not glue. But not glue. Not yet. So I have no news from the allotment this week. Um, It was... We had a bit of snow here and it's been very cold. And it's mm. the forecast for this weekend's cold but sunny on Sunday. So I shall hopefully get the rest of the nice. compost down. Yeah, it will be nice. Um, mm. And maybe do a bit of work on one of the cars on on the Sunday yeah, as well. It might be a bit frosty though. It might be a bit chilly, but it is quite nice out there in the, in the air, I have to say, um, if you're moving around a bit. And I did a bit more on one of my lamps as well at the weekend, which was quite nice. So I've got Ooh, a bit uh, of welding. Bit of, no, there's no welding. I, I did it at home. Um, oh, so okay. It's an old, I'll post a picture of it. It's an old piece of sun garage equipment. So it's got these two massive dials on it and lots of knobs and stuff. And I've, I've taken mm. it all to pieces and cleaned all the bits up. But I've put oh, some okay. little LEDs in the dials. So the dials light up with a nice sort of warm glow. It's quite nice. Yeah, so yeah, slowly but, yeah, slowly but surely. But, uh, yeah, mm. uh, that was quite, quite pleasant. Saturday afternoon spent doing that and not watching any rugby. Yeah. Oh, well, I watched the rugby. I think we lost, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And then I, we watched Wales, uh, Ireland, which was a bit of a shock finish, to be honest. Wales won in the end. But yeah, we had a bit of a sporty weekend because I think the football... Oh yeah, the football was on as well, so we watched the football. And I just sat there playing my Sims. Oh, very good. 
Hence the hairdo yes. today. Not that anybody can see it, but I've got space buns in and not that anyone, not many people will know what that is, but it's a hairdo they have on The Sims and I feel like a 10 year old uh, and it's great. Good. It builds positive Thanks. vibes. Oh, does it now? Or maybe we should have a photo Allegedly. of a space bun. Imagine my hair's getting so long, I think a man bun might be in order soon. I was going to say, don't let mum cut it. Well, she did last time and she did an okay job. Have you not seen the article? You you can be questioned by the police for like 10 hours if you have a fresh haircut. Really? Yeah, because obviously you're not allowed to get a haircut. So if you've got a fresh one, then there's something suspicious happened. That is ridiculous. If that has gone mm. on, that is utterly ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I think that's probably an urban myth, to be honest, because many people are capable of cutting their own hair, let alone having somebody else do mm. it. And what if you live with a hairdresser? Are they not allowed to do it? Well, yeah, they're, I don't see why they couldn't. I assume if you live with them, they're not charging you for it. And they're your household, aren't they? So it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. There's a phrase I would normally use at this point, which I'm obviously not going to, but um, that doesn't apply. <laughs> anyway, we were going to talk about dead cats. We were dead cats. And before we do, I have to relay the story of a friend of ours who is known as the Dorking Cat Killer. <clears throat> and this is because there have been a number of instances where a cat has either fallen out of a tree onto her car... Or she has somehow had to pick one up, put it in the boot of the car and take it somewhere. I thought it was one or two from what she was saying. But no, it's a substantial number. It's, oh, no. it's almost in the tens of dead cat instances. So I don't think she kills them, but she, she seems to be around them. them. Yeah, I mean, it would probably make a great TV series, actually. A bit like when you have you know, an angel that appears at the point of death and clears up some, some mess and does, so other people don't have to worry. And maybe that's what she is. Maybe she is a dead cat angel. Anyway, so the first phrase, which I only came across recently, but apparently it's been a, around for a while, is the dead cat strategy, mm. which you did very well earlier on by trying to talk off at a tangent. I think I, was, I do it a lot. Whether you do it intentionally or not, I mean, the, the thing about the dead cat strategy is intentional. And the idea comes from you're in a meeting and things mm. aren't going your way. So you reach down mm. into your bag, you pull out a dead cat and you slap it on the table. Change the conversation. Everybody's talking about the dead cat and the, the mm. whatever it is that you've done that you probably shouldn't have done, apart from obviously bring a dead cat to the office. <laughs> is forgotten about and we see it time and time again in politics which we obviously don't speak about but you see it in many many business meetings as well and mm. it's done a lot of the time and i've seen it done in court cases as well not necessarily a court case but an incident has happened and the victim ends up being prosecuted for some other reason so the original offense is just seems to disappear into the ether yeah. and this whole new thing suddenly appears and some of that is who shouts loudest and I've seen this yes. a lot with computer systems at work. And I, I did some freelance work for a company. They It was a website, and they wanted the website to fit their screens, irrespective of what anybody else's screen could be, as long as it fitted theirs. And all the, all the images were exactly the size of their screen, and that's what they wanted. And no amount of talking would stop that. I've, I've gone off tangents. Yeah, but that's very illogical. I'm look, I was like, what? <laughs> I know, I've done my own dead cat there. <laughs> So I was talking about noisy people, people with a very strong opinion. And mm. it, it generally tends to be the higher up the chain of command you are, the louder you are, the more things go your way. 
but it, it happens a lot. So a great example of dead cats is done by children. Oh, yeah, I can imagine, actually. And it comes back to what I was saying about, uh, you know, an original offence being forgotten about. So somebody goes in and says, so-and-so hit me. Mm. And then so-and-so comes in and comes out with something else completely over the top that completely deflects the fact that they've hit them. And it could be all sorts of stuff. I mean, and, I, you know, if you think back to your childhood, it's happened a lot. Somebody, mm. there's always it's a it's a technique i think we're born with and there's a great episode of friends where chandler does that where i think he started smoking again and they're all having a go at him so what he does he sets off this chain reaction by saying oh ross and somebody else is doing this or ross does this and mm. it's just they just start picking on one another and he walks out of the the coffee shop because yes. he's, he's, the, the original offence of him smoking has completely been forgotten because they're now fighting about their individual dead cats. It's, yeah. it's, it's an interesting technique. There was a, an article in one of the papers, I think it was, saying that uh, the phrase is used too much, too much in journalism anyway, uh, which is possibly true. But I think our politicians do it so often. Over the last year, we have seen that quite a lot massively to the point where they'll ignore the question and then answer something else which which they've been doing for decades that's nothing new but they seem to have got got it down to a very fine art yeah i wonder if you get taught that before you become a politician there's like a little training course yeah i would imagine it's politicians 101 not answering the question yeah i can imagine that um when you like become a politician you it's like when you start a new job and you have to do mandatory training like at my new job i've had to do like health and safety fire all the stuff I already know because I did it six months before. You imagine like the politician one is like online mandatory training, how to avoid journalist questions. <laughs> Very rarely do we see an interview where they actually answer all the questions. In fact, I don't think I've mm. seen one. Not that I answer any questions, them. to yes. be honest. Yeah, quite. Well, answer yeah, them answer. with the answer, with an answer rather than a drivel of drab. But we don't do politics on this podcast. We don't. No, we don't. So the second dead cat is a dead cat bounce. And I heard this on Billions when we were binge-watching that in lockdown too. Mm. And apparently it's uh, it's a Wall Street phrase. And if you think, if you dropped a dead cat out of, well, maybe first floor window, it would bounce slightly. And that's what they describe as a share that's plummeting. Would it bounce though? I'm not prepared to try it. I feel like, it, like when you see movies and things of people that fall out of windows and stuff their bodies don't bounce they splat there's all sorts of physics in play here what you need to do what we could work out is weigh the cat and then make something of a similar weight i could maybe knit one and then drop it out of a window yeah i mean it would need to have the same squidginess as a cat stuff it with K-pop. some steaks and then that's like tenderizing the meat isn't it dropping it so drop it and see what happens our cat has got so irritating during the day i have started calling her k-pop have you <laughs> she gets very demanding well she doesn't like an open door a shut door rather open shut door fine. yeah shut door she'll just go scratch and scratch and scratch until something happens and now she'll just wander around the house meowing if nobody's at her beck call <laughs> I, come it, see me yeah come no, attend to my needs now and you go over there and she just looks at you and goes oh okay I'll happily have her here with me in the day excellent done right it'll be uh, Hermes Dover tomorrow 
I was going to say, you can't get her here, though. Uh, so anyway, back to bouncing dead cats. And also, how would it fall? Because if it fell on its back, it would be different. Well, they always land on their feet. Not when they're dead. Well, how do you know? That's a good question. Mm. Anyway, the analogy is with a share that is plummeting, it will hit rock bottom and it will bounce back up again, looking like it's making a recovery and then drop back down again. And that's yeah. where the dead cat bounces. I don't know whether they actually tried it with a cat or not, but the idea is if you drop something, there, there must be some very slight... Bounce. Yeah. I mean, interestingly, slightly different vein. I'll see if I can find it. There is a vi- of slow-motion video of a cymbal being hit with a drumstick, and the deflection of the metal is astonishing. You would not believe it. I couldn't believe it the first time I saw it. You'd expect mm. butter to be... Yeah. Uh, to do to do that or a piece of tissue paper but something that you can't see actually bending it's incredible so if that bends then dead cats bounce okay i'll let you have that one yes jolly good so do you have a top tip for this week i do one that i did see but i feel like very much relates to a lot of people especially now because you're working from home kind of forget a few things but anyway my top tip this week is sometimes you need to remember to act your wage. Act your wage. Act your wage. So, like, people working at home, you might end up working a bit of overtime because you don't have anywhere else to go, so you just carry on working. But if you're not getting a pay rise for that, you need to bring it down. Enjoy your spare time a bit more, you know? I think what you're saying is having a good work-life balance. Yes, but act your wage. Yes, but act your wage. Yes, mm. I see I see what you're saying. But like, on the other hand, if you are earning a good salary, doesn't mean to say you've got to work all hours. It doesn't, no. But it does mean the quality of your work should be a lot higher. Your quality of work should be good whichever. Whatever your salary yes, you're on, it should be the best that you can do. And you need to look at what you're producing, not the hours that you take to produce it. You see what I mean? Yes. I have a fact for the week. It might be slightly controversial in that I did some maths to work some of it out, but um, oh. we'll, we'll see. So if you, and obviously there's an element of physics you have to suspend for this to obviously. work. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. So you can't, well, you may be able to physically do it, but it's going to be quite tricky. So if you oh, okay. dig straight through the earth to the other mm. side mm. and jump into the hole, you yeah. will appear on the other side in 42 minutes and 12 seconds, having travelled at a speed of approximately 11,269 miles per hour. I have a question. I thought you might. At some point through this jump, you're no longer going to be falling. You're going to be... Gravity is going to swap. So you're only going to make it halfway. You're not going to be able to jump through the whole of the Earth. You say that, however... You'd have... You'd jump and then climb. How, how do you think we get people into space? You shoot them in space. You don't shoot them. That would be daft. <laughs> you put them in a big... Well, I suppose you do put them in, yeah. almost in a big cannon. In <laughs> a big cannon. <laughs> you do. You so shoot them. So a massive amount of power and speed to get mm. them up there. So if you jump in, you're going to be doing quite a speed. Actually, I think, this, I think this might be all nonsense because isn't there a terminal velocity, which is nowhere near 11,000 miles per hour? I think think it's a total nonsense. This is a load of rubbish. Apart from the fact you'd have to go through the core of the earth, which is flipping hot. Oh, yeah, obviously. (laughs) You'd burn up. Your skeleton would appear on the other side. 
if you're lucky. Hotter than an OAP's house. Ooh. Which can be quite hot. It can be quite hot. No, so I think we'll ignore Fact of the Week for this week. That was just utter drivel. Unless you know otherwise, mm. of course. If you know that I am fact correct, then please I let don't me think know. anyone's going to come back saying that you're correct in this instance. No, I, I, there is a friend of mine who is very good at physics. I, I might run the idea past him. Yeah. See, see what he says. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye.